You're now listening to Music Impulse with Smiles. It's your boy Smiles, and we back for another episode of Music Impulse. This is another episode where me and my guy Big Papa Skeeta gonna uh, sit there and discuss some albums. And hey, it's only right that we do this guy. You know, if you if you know uh, Lowe's uh, that, that that what I just did with the Big Papa Skeeta, you should already know the artist. You know that we about to talk about like this this guy. He didn't shout it out in Audible Records before in the past, like. This guy is just a staple in, in, in hip hop and everything. Um, we had to go with my man, uh, Project Pat, with his op- album, Mr. Don't Play Everything's Working. Yes. This album came out in February of 2001. Uh, I had never heard a Project Pat album until this. Now, earlier, was it this year or last year, or whatever, um, when he did the feature with Drake and. Um, Mm. 21 Savage I did listen to like a Project Pat like playlist that title I had made with like uh, a lot of his features that either features that he had on his albums or features that he did and I was like damn this nigga got some joints I, he even had a Wale feature I was like damn I probably would have checked out Project Pat early if I would have known he had a, a, a Wale feature for, for yeah, a song <laughs> he's your favorite rapper's favorite rapper bro real talk if you guys anybody mm-hmm. and just saying like everything and then how much you've like just over the years have just bigged him up and like yo like project pat is that nigga like y'all y'all gonna stop stop sleeping on i'm a nigga like can we start there though because like i feel like remember i had, I went on a podcast and the, 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 those podcasters tried to like they tried to put me in a blender they thought that they was gonna like turn it into a joke and crack jokes on, on project pat but it ended up going the other way um shout out to that podcast <laughs> ah, yeah um, Project Pat is legendary, my nigga. Like, like, and I don't know why people keep trying to discredit or to like simplify him. They only know like Chicken Head, which was the single on this album. That's why I picked it. Yeah. I was gonna try to like offset it and go with other albums, but we have to talk about this and how like I feel like the theme for this mini series is like how these albums that we picking are solidifying the artists. You know what I'm yeah. saying? That we highlighting, man. And like Project Pat is under. He's an underrated storyteller. You know what I'm saying? His lyricism is underrated and everybody, because they, they only know the one style, the Project Pata, Attractic Dime Pieces, which he do that every, like, he only, he don't do that every track. You know what I'm saying? He rap yeah. normally, he'll throw it in there and he, and even now, since he been on kind of like his feature run, because you know, he an older mm-hmm. artist, so he ain't got to drop a new album every year or whatever, but when he yeah. on his feature run, he said, they, he said, I go in the booth and they say, hey, Pat, put a little of the do the, he's like, all right. He said he give him what they want. Like he like, like, like this is what y'all want. Yeah, yeah. I'm giving. He got he got other flows. His ability to manipulate the pocket. His ability to ride the beat. His authenticity. There's so many sliders 
that he checks off for me, which is why I'm I'm a Pat fan. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then I know, like at least for me, just one before I even like got into, well as I was listening to the album, like songs like Chicken Head and uh, the the other song that uh, what was the the single. Um, one with Crunchy Black on it. Um, I know which one. Uh, don't save her. Yeah, don't save her. Like yeah. you know, just me being not knowing you know about the Project Pack history. I just looped that into that's a three six mafia <laughs> song because yeah. you know I always just thought and I was as I listened I was like I was like oh Chicken Head was a Project Pack song didn't know that I was like oh <laughs> this song was a, a Project didn't know that i've heard these songs multiple times been in the club and the parties like can oh, never well, even knew it you're not the only one so here's the thing <clears throat> and this is this is why we this is why we got to discuss this album bro pat not only shine like this album stood the test of time and but not only that it shined through because it became one of the more definitive albums not just for Project Pat, but for Three Six Mafia, because as a production duo, they are one of the most prolific of all time. Like we gotta, like we gotta give them credit for that. Like they was, they one of the greatest uh, producing, like just rap groups of all time or whatever. They signature sound, all of that. But I think a lot of times we get distracted from the, the quantity, and it distracts us away from the quality of the stuff. But this was like a cohesive classic album that was produced by three six mafia particularly dj paul and juicy j which juicy mm-hmm. j and project pat are brothers for people that don't know like blood yep. brothers but the irony is dj paul had most of the lead production on here and he and to this day dj paul will tell you this was one of his favorite albums to work on oh wow that's dope one of his that's favorite dope. albums to work on so that, that's that's what i mean about like like you heard them all together, but Project Pat was separate from Three Six in his own kind of like run, if you will. Yeah, which also I just guess one also highlighted. If you listen to the Freddie Gibbs uh, episode that we we talked about, the Shadow of a Doubt. If y'all listen to Soul Soul separately, DJ Paul would had two fe- features on on Soul Soul separately. Yeah, he had two two beats I think on on, on yeah two on Freddie Gibbs. Yeah, he had two of them, which I was like, that's that's dope and big well, right harder, there. Like, two of the harder ones that's on the. Uh... On yeah. album for real, yeah. But uh, yeah. Again, uh, well, before we really get into the album, I kind of want to go back. Mm-hmm. Well, what was your first um, listening into just Project 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 Pat in general, and then what what was like either the album or the song that just like solidified for you that like, yeah. yo, this is my favorite rapper. I wanted to kind of really go into like your history with Project Pat for this for this gotcha. episode. So so y'all know I'm from Detroit. Uh, but my grand, so my grandfather's from Alabama. My grandmother's from Memphis, South Memphis, okay. Black Haven's what they call it. You know, what I'm saying it's really called White Haven, but if you're from Memphis, it's called Black Haven, the Have. Uh, and uh, so spent a lot. I got all my cousins and stuff that's not from Detroit. The ones that I like, like talk to and stuff is in Tennessee, damn Memphis. Like between Memphis, uh, like Jackson, which is a city kind of like halfway between Nashville and uh, in Memphis. So it's mm-hmm. at the halfway point when you riding down forty. Uh, I forty, um, and us going down there in the summertime, and them coming up to Detroit in the summertime, and us just exchanging music, and and my cuz put me on, and then you know, I, and you just listen to it like, oh, this kind of cool, this cool, I like this, but I ain't like start collecting the albums and stuff. It was a dude named uh, PJ that I was cool with in high school. He was a big Three Six Mafia fan, and that's when he would give me like the tapes because you know they had the boxy cuts and well the CDs. We had CDs, yeah, yeah. but he would he would give me like uh the individual stuff because like you said, I'm just thinking this is all just Three Six Mafia. 
But mm-hmm. he's giving me like, oh, this is Lil White. This is Frazier Boy. This is Chrome. This is Project Pat. This mm-hmm. is, you know what I'm saying? This is their individual records. So he put me on to there. Now, between me and y'all, because, you know, on this series, Smiles, we always highlight kind of the trajectory of where the album came in the, the artist catalog or like in their career. So Mr. Don't Play is really Project Pat's like third album. It's his first major debut, but it's really his third album, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's And it's hit to this day is his most polished work but the album that came out after mr don't play was laying the smackdown okay that's the one that i got educated on project pat and it was like oh this one and i wanted to do that one but like historically that one it's like it's like his shadow of a doubt if you will because it's the one where like he had just went to jail before and he didn't get a chance to market it publicly so it was singles and stuff on there but that one kind of like faded off when he got locked up Mm -hmm. um and I say that because Laying the Smackdown has some jams on it, but like if you really want to capture the true essence and the rawness of like just what Pat has to offer, and like that's why we here at Mr. Don't Play. Because for me, not only just having a, a connection to the city and understanding the lingo and, and, and like with my cousins and all that, but I feel like when I listen to Project Pat rap, it's like I'm sitting on the porch at my grandmother's house and everything that he's rapping about is everything that that i've you know what i'm saying see going on or hear about or you know what i'm saying like all of mm-hmm. that and, and i even say like you know i'm a big gucci man fan you remember we was in college doing college radio together when gucci had his run and gucci even said like in his his memoir he said his favorite rapper was project pat and project pat was the soundtrack for a lot of the shenanigans that he had going on <laughs> yeah. mc uh mm-hmm. uh international players ball with uh outcast and three six and, and and ugk all on there we mm-hmm. were supposed to have a verse from from three six on there but the, the label blocked it all uh, uh pimpsy asked dj paul i like that that willie hutch sample that you did on choose you because that was the original mm-hmm. song by project pat pimpsy yeah. loved that song so much he asked dj paul for it dj paul gave it to him mm-hmm so when he got out of jail and stuff, that's where international players ball happened. But like he said, Project Pat was one of his favorite rappers, and that's that's why he made that record as kind of like a homage to to what Project Pat did with the record. Yeah, because I remember uh, again when I was to that playlist that title had, I remember hearing that. I remember hitting you up like, "Yo, I heard the the I choose you," and he was like, "Yeah, that's where it originally came from." <laughs> bro, if you, if you ain't noticed sometimes, bro, like a lot of times when I say stuff because I'm I'm you know. I'm Mr. Chatty Man, right? So a lot of times people just think I just be saying it or like they don't be paying attention for real. But a lot of times when I say stuff, it don't make sense until later. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like people don't put two and two together. I just stop yelling about it because when I say Project Pat, my favorite rapper, everybody like make a joke about it. Like, like ah, this nigga Project Pat. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like the, the authenticity, the, the being him. You ain't never heard nobody uh, talk about beefing with Project Pat. You ain't never heard nobody off oh, that did this or he ain't just it's just all love everywhere this nigga go and my favorite thing about people like him and e40 and all them they rap all the shit that they rap about this nigga married <laughs> no, i would not have been he married, about- he married his wife is like a real estate agent they don't and let, here's the thing because i know like snoop dogg is married there's people that's married mm-hmm. project pat is to the point and he's so married that their dog has a separate page and you know that's a committed relationship thing when when, when hey, you got the dog yeah yeah 
like when your dog has a page that's a whole level of like we committed and we got a family here and, and we building and stuff so that's what i'm saying about like project pat like now he is what like how he is and all that but when it comes to, i just feel like he's the the consummate professional when it comes to his craft and just doing the job mm-hmm. and then uh again kind of going back to that playlist and just listen to what made me think about a lot of my favorite three six mafia songs that like that stand out to me through like they catalog he, he he was he was on there uh let me see uh popping my popping my collar um like a pimp uh let's see roll with it uh side to side like side to side is like my favorite one i was like, I'm like i was on there we know, we know. <laughs> uh let's see see what was the other ones i, I saw that yes slob on my knob try some i'm like stay far i'm like oh i was like oh like my favorite standout tracks from three six mafia <laughs> yeah i'll featured him and it's just over the years i just associate with it like that that's yeah Bro. he Three six months. <laughs> I'm probably the only person who's not from Memphis, uh, and and probably not white, uh, <laughs> that has like done a deep hardcore dive through the entire Three Six Mafia discography. And we talking about not just the main albums. We talking about like my and shout out to Tez and then my other cousin had, had looked out too. All the old like albums and stuff that they had, the, the tapes and, and the, the the third volume of this one mixtape that you only got it if your big cousin from down there gave you the tape. I had all that shit all digitized. Like I had it all like I, he gave me a torrent with all of their files. And literally now here's the thing about three six. They will repurpose and reuse a lot of stuff. Right. But that's that's what makes it so cool, because it's mm-hmm. and for me, like even when remember when Juicy dropped a couple years back. The hustle continues or something yeah, like that. Like, yep. I love that album so much because it's a lot of old three six shit that you gotta be a three six head, like references, ad libs, just Yeah, hope. Yeah, hope. Killer. 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 Like shit like that. Like that's those is little project pat little little things. Cause I mentioned this this was his third album. So a lot of people, diehard Project Pat fans, will tell you Getty Green is is one, right? That that's another mm-hmm. one, and that has some like some jams. That that really it has shit with the Hot Boys on there. You know what I'm saying? It has some soulful records. It was dope. And then Murderers and Robbers, which was released, it was that was really his first one, but it was released second because it was the underground tapes, and it was just oh, like okay. just put some shit out there. That's where my other Project Pat, my one of my favorite Project Pat songs is a uh, Bitch Smacking Killer. Pistol packing, never slacking, bitch smacking, killer. Okay, yeah, I've heard you play killer. that one. Yeah, killer. But that killer, killer, killer part. Mm-hmm. Every time you, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga, I got go teeth, nigga. And in the background, you say killer, killer. In between the bass, boom, 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 killer, killer, boom, 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 killer. Hit like just mm-hmm. little shit like that. Just little shit like that. That's all. Shout out to Project Pat, man. Uh, yeah, definitely, definitely shout out to Project Pat. But yeah, the, um, getting to the the album, I de- definitely, like I said, uh, standout was first shocked me was Chickenhead. So I was I was hyped just off of when I pulled it up. I was like, oh shit, Chickenhead! I was like, I'm ready to get to that. I'm ready to get to this album just off off of that song. Do you know the verse off top? Nah. Did, did, did you? Did you really listen to the to to the verse like the humor with all that is like and then we just know the back and forth like like that's just the meter broke you don't know what you're talking about 
anyway the new jordan's mm-hmm. finna come out which in my personal life i use that as a segue every time when i'm like all right anyway the new jordan's finna come out and then i just move on to something else and people are like what the fuck like um dj paul had a good ass verse on there juicy j had a good ass verse on it like it was a, a we only know project pat's part at all chicken hair <laughs> but like mm-hmm. when you listen to that song it's like oh this shit was actually a good song mm-hmm. like, cause I, that reminded me of middle school like, yeah that was like middle school high school right around around around. chicken heads yeah bop, 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 bop. Hey, and i was like oh, oh well, yeah i was like i was high i was like because it took oh, me back to then and i started calling scallywags for like 15 years like they was like bro scallywag i'm like yeah man yeah, well, I, I was like, because chicken head, we were like, man, I ain't mess with them chicken heads. <laughs> yeah, scallywag hoes. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, then when, when... I was gonna ask you before before we so we got to start there, right? Because you missed the AR man, you peeped the structure of the album. How at the time, chicken head was the single, right? That was the main single on here, and then uh, they put it at the top because it's like, all right, we know y'all came for this, but. Let's just get that commercial uh, radio-friendly shit out the way because then the album starts after this. So they, they like take it from there. Oh yeah, because they're like yeah, cheese and dope. I was like, I was like, I was like, okay, this is a, yeah. a hard ass jump. I was like, if you ask if you ask any like diehard like other diehard because y'all like there are no other diehard. Trust me, there are in the hood. There's other like diehard Pat fans. Cheese and dope is critically acclaimed. Just and I'll tell you why because we gotta like conceptualize it within the album. It's B.A., Black IRS, a.k.a. Black Wall Street in the building. Yo, it's J-Mo. Let me book the territory's residential white guy. Yeah, our Caucasian correspondent. This is E-Ray, the quasi-bad guy, the Diet Coke of evil, Peen Malenko. Uh, you know, of course, the American cream, Brody Loads. And I am your pod guy, your pod tribal chief, the boy A-Dub in the building. And this is Let Me Book the Territory, the greatest four-man wrestling podcast known to mankind. Absolutely. And you can catch us now on Inaudible Ruckus Presents. And we'll be here every Friday, ladies and gentlemen. So if you're ready for it, to sweet me when you see me and let the madness run wild. Yeah. Yeah. Chicken Head comes on. You excited because you heard it on the radio. Oh, that's that gym. Uh, mm-hmm. The skit between Chicken Head and um, Cheese and Dope is that's the intro. That's all oh, we on the porch. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, five to eight cash. I'm caught in there. It's a very key part in there, Smiles, that sets the tone for this entire album that all real niggas know. Okay. At the end of that skit, damn all that. Men do what they want, boys do what they can, and then cheese and dope drop. And then it's just like, whoa. And then it's like, and then the bravado, the way cheese and dope come on, like, 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 and he talking that mm-hmm. shit. Like, like, you know what I'm saying? How the hell the robbers gonna rob the robbers? Dog, I'm gonna yep. start you with pistol slap, cross mouth, reaching in your pockets and take your money out. How you wanna play it? You got cheese, I got dope. For the 900 mm-hmm. strong, I got, and he's hustler talk. Gangsta talk, just going, just mm-hmm. going. Or the bird, what's the word for you, dog? It's the low selling me baggage weed, but you want the purest snow? I'ma go, I'ma pull me a rabbit out of hat. I'm sick cane mixed with sugar and some killer strap with get like he just painting the picture for niggas. Like, like, hey, you you playing? Mm-hmm. I'ma play too. He said yeah. it in that Drake song, um, uh, ski mask on my face, cause sometimes you gotta cheat. Mm-hmm. 
sometimes you gotta just, take that. Yeah, that's what I was like. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, I was like the, the way to start this off. I, I'm like, this this nigga just got bars and and lyrics for days. It's like, okay. But, but but think about this. In your all your music conversations, have you ever heard any? Oh, Project Pat, what? Project Pat's a lyricist. No, he ain't. What is that shit? But what was he doing all through that song? He ain't do the. This is Project Pat. He he was yeah. straight giving niggas the bars. Yeah, I was like, I was like, oh, because that's what really made me like, okay. It this is where it started. I was like, it was like if you really want to show, so it's like, cheese and dope might be one of them songs where you gotta just like listen, listen. Listen to this and then t- t- give, give me your opinion of what type of rapper he is. <laughs> it was like, oh, no, no. It- that, that podcast that, that I was on, that's how they lost they uh that's how they, they lost their leverage or whatever that they, that they was trying to pull on me. They was cracking the jokes, but then like one of the, the hosts on there, they they uh significant other was in the back and started rapping along to the shit and got hype as hell. And I was like, see, but if you don't know, then you don't know. So it's your loss. <laughs> like this, it's an experience, and and those that know, they know. Like shit, nigga, this shit, <laughs> cheese, dope, and a quarter ounce of blow. What you need though is to fuck with your boy, like this, and the bounce, bro. It's it's the because we used to hear three six. Like remember at that time, it's three six. So it's that dark tear the club, uh, tear the yeah, club. Yeah, used to that that rowdy. This is rowdy, but it's out in the streets moving mm-hmm. around. And I always said this three six mafia for, for the, the people who like don't follow them as closely. Oh, that's that devil music. Uh, DJ Paul and Lord Infamous was more so on the like eerie sounds and the in the you just scare, you know what I'm saying? The, the horror mm-hmm. shit, the horror themes. The hustler just hood shit was always Juicy J and Project Pat and, and then everybody else is kind of like sway one way depending on what the track called. But that's the balance of 3-6 Mafia. It's just as much soul and hustler shit to it as it is just like eerie, hardcore yeah. shit to it too. So, yeah. Yeah, that's definitely what I like. Because again, like I said, he was like the standout verse on a lot of 3-6 Mafia songs that I, that people love, that I love. And it's just like, oh, like no, if you really this like my nigga be gone. He be spitting. Here's the thing. Tell me this, Miles, because you listen to a lot of music. He's impactful, but he don't do too much. He yep. don't. He don't come in and he just come in, say his shit, da, 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 and then dip. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like go and um. He got a song called No, no, no. Well, it's called Show Them Goals. It's not on this record, but when you get a chance, Show Them Goals is one, and then um, own nigga. O N nigga, like it's a it's storytelling, bro. Storytelling, you making it ninety days, all of that shit. That was on uh, Mr. Don't Play. But this album, what what's some other tracks that like? Cause I, you know me, I could go on for days. What's some other tracks that stood out to you? Cause I'm gonna point out some uh, lessons of this shit. Like, uh, yeah, I said yeah, che- uh, cheese and double course. Uh, of course, the, the other single, Don't Save Her, um, was was another one. Uh, I like Break the Law, two thousand one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. You skipped, you skipped over it because I don't want to get beat up at the barbershop. What did you think of Gorilla Pimp? Because that was, that was, a, that was. A, so you naming the singles? There were some that was just like hood classics that like, like I'm a gorilla on a whole. Now mind you, there's like because that was a thing. That was a style of pimping. It's like, bro, I ain't no gorilla pimping. I ain't about the gorilla pimping chick like that. Nah, because nah, nah, nah. that was the the like beat they ass uh, type of pimping. Mm-hmm. I thought that was uh, funny cause, which I, I saw while um, looking up I guess he did a video for it like 10 years later after the album dropped 
Yeah, he finally did a video for like two no, years later. I'ma come to your job. I'ma act a damn fool. If your boss jump in, I'ma smack his ass too. <laughs> like damn let's go bloody good and i was like that's kind of like the, the storyteller <laughs> it, was, it was like yeah, like a, fun, a funny ass story yeah, well, um, domestic violence is not funny guys so maybe that song yeah, didn't age yeah. as well you won't be riding around listening to that shit as much but yeah. you know for the time yeah. it was the time should have been there be outside for it. which side note do you ever find yourself i i find myself when you listen like old stuff like this and mm-hmm. you and the words they be saying you be like oh oh mm, yep mm, yep that word we don't say that word say uh, that now, sir. Uh, or, or like even like like here's the thing like it was never cool to like beat on women but i understand pimping in like pimping culture and how big it was in memphis oakland detroit all of that so that's why i'm not about to just be like be blind to that it's a, it was a whole culture in itself it has with sex trafficking and all that stuff like being highlighted now and like sex workers being misused and stuff we are a little bit more sensitive to it now than we were then so like as before like you have people that's like man i even pimps that's like man i ain't beating on my women like what i look like some type of gorilla pimp so that was him just painting the picture of this is what gorilla pimping is that ain't saying be a gorilla pimp but that's what we call this type of nigga right here a gorilla pimping ass nigga but mm-hmm. most people like the pimps that I like was raised by or that new, like they don't agree with that style or, or nothing. So we're not condoning those types of things. It's just that was the time back then. That was, you know what I'm saying? That was a style in which you could choose to pimp. Now, mm-hmm. whether or not you was gonna be successful or not with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So um but, uh, Yeah, what was that? Yeah, I said uh yeah. Yeah, break the law. Yeah. Yeah, break break the law too. What was the other one I wrote down? There's um, like fifteen. If you go through the three six mafia catalog, there's like fifteen thousand break the laws. Oh wow! <laughs> like if somebody. Oh, like, no. that's what I'm oh, that, saying, is like, that why? Because I know on here it says break the law two thousand one. Yeah, well, because they got to keep updating the year sometimes. Because oh. <laughs> go, but you go if you type in, let's say you go to DJ Paul, break the law. It's like break the law ninety seven. Break the law, ninety five, and it'll be the same song, but it'll be rough as fuck. It'll be like, "Hey, y'all, look, this is how we break the law." And it's like, oh, like it sounds like they recorded it like in somebody's bathroom. That's a, that'd be a, a cool little series, just like yeah. every few albums is like, you know, break the law, twenty twenty two. You never know, niggas but, might be talking about snitching and shit. And, and that's then. what, but that's what niggas do. Remember, big, not off topic, but on topic, big crit. My sub. It's like five oh, yeah, different my, my subs. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, each one you put that on there. Blue laces two on Victory Lap. There was a blue yep. laces one. Like so Yeah. It's 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 it's, it's continuity there. Oh yeah, I was like, yeah, that, that's that's smart. I like that. Uh yeah, ski mask. I like ski mask with, with, with crunchy black. Uh what was the other one I wrote down? Um uh, oh uh we ain't scared ho and <laughs> aggravated <laughs> robbery. Hold on, okay, those two right there. Okay. Skipped over something in between, but cool. You 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 touching on the main one. Ski mask for sure. Ski mask for sure. Because that beat, bro. And then you hear like the little mixing and scratching in the back. Mm-hmm. DJ Paul, that was DJ Paul. DJ Paul was getting busy on that shit, bro. Like on some production shit, my nigga. Like Pat did his thing, Crunchy Black did his thing, whatever. whatever. DJ, that that track, the highlight of that was DJ Paul. Um yeah, and I'm, I'm intrigued to definitely go back and look at these credits. We ain't scared, ho. Third verse, live by it. Live by it's a mentality, bro. It's it's we ain't scared. Like like remember how we, remember this year 
we were talking last year rather we was talking about like career building and just like in our in mm. our personal lives and how we were just trying to just like grind we ain't scared ho man uh whenever i was like you know when i first moved to texas i was going to job interviews or i got a big meeting and a nigga just nervous and stuff man i just like don't be talking crazy to me ho because i ain't your bitch like he's just going and then it was um uh worried about the witnesses uh uh don't hesitate never scared to do some shit worried about the witnesses put a mask on go on in there and do this shit like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like, like that to me that was always my reminder or and i'll mumble it to myself it's like a mantra for i'm like put a mask on go on in there and do this shit like have your mind made up but when you go in there handle your business you know what i'm saying like like go up in there and, and do what you came to do and then get the fuck on like like that's mm-hmm. just and i'm and i'm not even saying it like on no hood shit. i'm just saying just in life like you pulling up to, to your job interview and stuff go up in there do what you gotta do mm-hmm. get the fuck on. you know what i'm saying go in the gym you about to kill some, like go in there do, do what you in there to do and then get the fuck on like like just handle your business when you arrive at the spot man and that, that's mm-hmm. how that, that's some of the motivational shit where put a mask on, go on in there and do the shit. Worry about the witnesses. Never sweat the consequence. Nigga, like, no, that's Ooh, stupid, brother. Don't go do no crimes. Don't I was go gonna say that. Like, that man. might have to go on the gym playlist now. <laughs> uh, for sure. But, like, we ain't scared, ho, because, like, that one, that's hypnotized mind shit, bro. That's, that's, the, that's their style. Like, that's more of a hypnotic. That beat is more like a climbing and, and like a winding beat. When, it's, that's the eerie shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You go back and listen to that, and then we ain't scared, ho. We ain't scared, ho. No, we ain't scared, ho. And then the other, so you you said aggravated robbery. Yeah, yeah, because I, I that, that we when we ain't scared of aggravated robbery in North North, I was I was like I was like oh okay. Well, 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 you missed it because ooh nothing was a was a uh that that was popular in the clubs. That was in the strip, the after hours joints, the strip clubs, and all that. What you doing, girl, with all that? Ooh, oh, ooh yeah, ooh nothing. Yep, I don't I remember know that. that one. Trying to mix it up a little mm. bit. Say it, just say it. So then it goes out of that into we ain't scared ho, which everything I just said there. Then aggravated robbery, right now. That simple, cause it's very, it's like a creepy, just like that. Dun, dun, dun. Have you ever seen um Carlito's Way? No. What? All right. DJ Paul sampled uh whatever song. It, it whenever Carlito goes to um to uh, when the, the not Carlito the lawyer climbing or whoever the Jewish lawyer is goes to visit a mob boss. That's like you gonna break me out of here. You gonna you know what I'm saying? This is what I need you to do. Mm-hmm. The dude is scared, but like he play, he play cool. But then when he walk outside, it's this, it's this, this haunting like beat that comes on. That's the beat. And DJ Paul took that and flipped that into this record. Oh shit, that's what's up. Just, just like- whenever it go to YouTube and, and play like Carlito's way, uh, the lime pit or whatever. Just like visit the Boston jail, some shit like that. You find it, mm-hmm. you clip up or whatever. But like he took that and turned that into this shit. And then for me, when I heard this album, smiles like I said. I was already blown away by a lot of it. This is the first nigga to actually rob some bitches on the track. He actually committed the robbery on the track. Like, I'm like, this shit was crazy. Like, mm-hmm. some hoes from the club. Now I'm acting like I'm hollering at them, which that flow that he rapped that this entire song is another one of his other flows that he has too. If you if you heard some of the posse cuts or mm-hmm. you know, he done went to that flow before too, that's another one that he got in his bag. It's, and it's kind of choppy, but when people are all oh, Migos, this, this, and that, you know what I'm saying? 
I'm psychopathic behind the trigger. You need it, loot so I had to rob your bare face stick cause you a coward to me. I'd rather pop you before you do me. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he, he, dun, 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 dun. like, mm-hmm. it's going, bro. This is going. I was just love to be in the studio just watching him just do his thing. I wouldn't because I'm pretty sure everybody else was high and <laughs> he, he was actually knocking it out and then everybody else just rolling off a bean or shooting dice. <laughs> <laughs> Brother Pat just seemed like to me, and maybe one day we're going to have to interview this nigga or something, man. But like, I feel like he was the type of nigga that just walked in, took his gun up, put it on the table, knocked his verse out. Looked around, grabbed his gun, put it back in there, walked back. Right. Because he even said, like, they, he had his like, own. He, look, he, he just looked at Juicy like, we good? You need this? No, no, we good, bro. All right. <laughs> right. But he said he had his own kind of crew that he hung with. Like, they did. They don't like. He was with 3-6, but 3-6 was separate. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I could, I could see that. It's like, hey, that's 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 my brother and his people. That's. That's their thing. I, I I do my thing whenever they need me. Of course, I'm a, I'm gonna pull up, do what I need to do, and then the consummate professional, bro. Mm-hmm. Consummate professional. I um the other so you and before that, y'all niggas ain't no killers. Y'all niggas some hoes. Now that's just a personal uh preference. I just like that mm-hmm. song because just like again, these y'all niggas ain't no killers. Y'all niggas some hoes. Y'all like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but. That, at this point, that's kind of redundant when you when you listen to like we could get gangster, because I we skipped over that one I think, but like we could get gangster mm-hmm. uh, happened before ski mask. We can get gangster. I I will put that on it. If I could just send you a playlist of all his storytelling raps, we can get gangster where he just in the way he like break the play down to you was like oh yeah I could see that he was like oh I'm gonna have my cousin Ponto come and rob us all and do this do this like all his like hustling tales and stuff. It's like no nah, I could see that happening. Like I've heard of like how it could go that way. So. <laughs> that makes sense. A nigga, mm-hmm. me and you meet up to like, you know what I'm saying, conduct business, but then like we get robbed. But like the person that robs us is somebody that may or may not be, be, be with one of us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, and then you saw how the story ended there because it's like, oh, then it, it turned into a thing. But like that, this one, we can get gangster 90 days, which is on um uh uh laying the smackdown. Those are like like his storytelling bag. Like it's it's at least a good three, four, five songs where I'm like, Project Pat is a good storyteller. And if I say that just like on the timeline, where what? No, I mean Project Pat. What? It's like saying he's the lyricist, but like go listen to the story, my nigga. Like just painting a hood ass story. Yeah, that, that's what I got from this. Album. I was like, oh yeah, this really just shows like all the different bags that he can get into. Is like he can really give it to you. Like if this is what you want, I'm a I'm gonna yeah. give it to you. <laughs> Yeah, and, and then at the time you got It's not my fault you ain't heard it. <laughs> well, but that's how he act. He don't run around like, oh, I ain't get paid, I ain't do this. He always as far as I look, he a hustler. That nigga will show up to bar mitzvahs, whatever hood club with three, four, five people in there, he'll perform that. As long as he getting paid, that nigga gonna show up. He gonna chicken head, rap the fuck All right, y'all I'm out. So consummate professional, man. Consummate professional and a dedication to this nigga craft, bro. Mm. We, we definitely got to make that happen. Uh, an honorable ruckus project Pat in- interview. Uh, nigga, that'd be fire. That'd be fire. Look, I, look, I got to, mm-hmm. I have questions already. Just like, it's one of those. On, if I ever get the chance to interview project, Pat, it's already saved. Like, it's just like, all right, these are the questions I would ask. Even though a lot of them already been answered because other people beat me to it. But like, there's certain shit where it's like, bro, like heavy C. 
and Gangster Fred? Because every story he got is me and Gangster Fred. I was like, is Gangster Fred a real nigga? And, and I'm, or is that just your alter ego for you to, you know what I'm saying? Where you did, yeah. but then like you, so we'll talk. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, no, nah, right there, that nigga right there standing, standing behind your behind your shoulder. That's, that's Gangster Fred right there. Like, yeah. Oh, hey, what's up, Fred? <laughs> How you doing, sir? All right. <laughs> what on with you? Heard yeah. a lot about you. <laughs> so here's my thing. When you was listening to this, because clearly, like I told you, it takes you for a ride. Did you what? Where did you find yourself? Just like getting like, where was you at with this shit? Like by the time we got to to aggravated robbery, because that's that's pretty much a ride going from cheese and dope all the way through to aggravated robbery, which is about track seventeen. So we went from three tracks from track three all the way to track seventeen. Is just a you just in it? Yeah, because uh, I I started it while I was at, at Walmart. So I think was last at Walmart when I yeah, it was like uh. I was like leaving Walmart around. We ain't scared of aggravated because I, I sat in the car for a little bit. Like, mm. you got to ride to those. Yeah. Got to ride to those. Ride to yeah. those. those are definitely riding songs. Yeah. I was like, so I got to the end of the album by the time I got, got back to the crib. But yeah. Did you like uh, the second single, which at this point, I think nobody was really checking for this shit, but uh, Life We Live? That was his, his uh, trying to be like a more uh, reality record. This Life We Live. Oh uh, yeah! Oh, I, know. That was a, that was a, yeah that, I, I really didn't wasn't feeling that one. Because chicken here, y'all y'all got at the beginning and, and kind of got it out the way. Life we live should have either been at the end or like you can't just shoot a nigga, kill a nigga. This life we live so positive. Then go right back to robbing hoes after the club, like. Because the only two singles I knew from the album was yeah, don't save her and chicken head. Yeah. And, and like I said, Cheese and Dope, probably the hood classic, uh, Gorilla Pimp, the hood classic, and then uh, North North on this one. Cracking mm-hmm. niggas' jaws, running hoes into walls, niggas yelling, North North, hoes singing, North North. Um, and then always, just in true uh, hypnotized minds fashion, they always had the posse cut at the second mm-hmm. to last record at the end. And that's mm-hmm. where I said again, Project Pat always steal the show. You know what I'm saying? Even when when they after he got out of jail, not on this record, but like after he got out of jail, um, and like they had a, like they re-upped, like and had a whole new roster of people and stuff. Throw Pat on there, mm-hmm. throw that nigga on there, and let him just like get busy, bro. Cause <laughs> steal the show every time, every motherfucking time. Yeah, that's what I was like. I just know overall, it just made me think like, yeah, like him and Juicy and. And um DJ Paul was like especially like him and Juice was like, yo, they are a great like just combination. It was like like yo, not only just Juicy produced, but like he, he rapped as well, but it was like, yeah, hey. one just show they family, like dynamic, like, hey, Juicy always gonna look out for his brother. Yeah. You know, his brother his brother gonna show up, do his thing and, and whatnot. Out of what? Mm-hmm. Out of what? You know, and, and and but and that's why I say like three six mafia, like like I've been a fan of them since I, I told you since for I don't know how long, but like that's what I like about them. You know what I'm saying? Like, like even when they not on, I'm not even gonna say not on speaking terms, but like they always come back together when they need to. But they do it's two different sounds. You know what I'm saying? They did so much together that you see DJ Paul lean heavy into the uh into the rock scene and the indie scene with all the you know what I'm saying with all the extra stuff, and then uh Juicy J just be chilling. He just smoke mm-hmm. it, just be in the studio. He don't like niggas. Cause I, 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 I never even told nobody this. When I worked at the agency, 
And I told you I used to get to meet like different people when we put our mm-hmm. clients at the radio station. I got to meet Juicy J one time. Oh, that's what's up. No, it wasn't. Just no. terrible person. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said, no. Three Six Mafia. I, I get it. It was early in the morning. He ain't want to be there. He was high as a kite. You could smell it on him. I'm like, oh, what's up, yeah. Juice Man? Blah. He like, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right, cool. I ain't bothering him because I understood. Yeah. But it was early in the morning. They probably ain't had his cup of coffee or his pill. Or you yeah. know what I'm saying? He had his blunt for sure, but he just wasn't for it. And I get it because I don't seen a couple artists come up in there that wasn't for it. Mm-hmm. So I, I I always uh, tell people the um, the one the one artist I I was on on my uh, bad list is um, Plies because oh, when I was when I was interning at the the radio station in Toledo, hmm. and it was like whatever album he came out around that time, mm-hmm. I guess he had like heard some some bad reviews or whatever but he came up there for a meet and greet and he he didn't want to because they were like yeah he, he said he doesn't want to do the meet like no nigga we got people here with the album ready to get signed and he don't want to why'd you even show up if you didn't want to do it like he was at the station but didn't want to go out to the people yeah he didn't, he didn't want to uh, meet the people and sign it and i was like yo fuck this nigga like i don't, I don't give a damn about you hearing about some low album sales? These people bought your album and they showed up. See, he 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 mm. underplayed that hand because we all know you've been on street teams before. We came up in promotions and stuff, man. If you can capture the small markets and and make them loyal fans, stuff maybe Plies will still be able to charge a certain price for shows to this day. But he didn't do that. Mm-hmm. Did not do that. He didn't do what Jeezy did to Detroit. Right, I, was, I thought about that recently when, when he had the album release party or whatever in Detroit. I was like, "This nigga just ain't do it in Atlanta." <laughs> right, <laughs> gotta go with, go where you celebrate it. There's nothing wrong. Yeah, the, no, yeah that's how I was like. I was like, "This nigga just keep milking this <laughs> this Detroit <What>? thing." <laughs> What's he gonna do? I mean, what he gonna pull? Up, what, what neighborhood is he gonna pull up to in Atlanta and do it? To mm. say. I, if Project Pat was to decide to do something, we know where he could go. Yep. <laughs> just saying, it's not even a jab. I'm just, you, know, you got to grow your core. Where yeah. You but yeah, needless to say, I didn't throw, I didn't say fuck Juicy J all the way. I was, I just, I, I understood. It would have mm-hmm. been cool. I ain't even. I, I think I got a pick, but I, I, I didn't at the time. I ain't posted, and I can't find it, and it, it didn't matter. I was, I don't even want to pick of this shit. Like whatever. I yeah. can keep this one to myself. This I honestly I think it's the first time on mic that I said that where I actually got a chance to meet Juicy J. Yeah, I, was like, I think that's the first time I've actually heard you say that. I may have early on when nobody was listening to us, but like everybody listening to us now. So but yeah. But I just I fuck with hypnotized my honestly, I, I put them up there with Wu Tang as far as one of the best groups of all time. And we on the subject. I know it's old news, but uh it's clear. It is clear. I don't give a fuck how y'all trying to like this. It's clear that three six mafia got bone out to paint early during the battle. Just saying. Everybody, oh no, it's closer than you think it was. No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't, nigga. Because three six did what I thought that they was gonna do and start bringing out other artists that they influenced and 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 you know what I'm saying and brought the sounds. Mm-hmm. Because it's a difference when you did something every now and then people tap into it like here or there. That's different than you did something 20 years ago and to this day, everybody is still trying to figure out how to do that. Mm-hmm, That's the difference between Bone Thugs and 3-6. Like, because I would say probably within, probably not the last like year or two, but definitely like the, the previous, like what, six years or so, it seemed like every year it was like some kind of song that came out with a 3-6 Mafia sample and they're like, hey, yeah, 
this is sample. Hey, let's throw Juicy J on there for a, a feature or for the remix. <laughs> it was like, all right. I was like, damn. I was like, yeah. Every year they keeping that three six money, uh, three six money mafia uh, sample bag. Yeah. Oh. So, but have you seen or heard the same for Crazy Lazy Wish and Busy? No, no, no one, no one sample. Hey man, let's get that crossroads. We need that because we gotta. Now, some people, I think somebody redid Crossroads before or whatever. I think, I don't know. But, yeah, and like, I'm, I'm not doubting they influence because Bonus influential. I'm just saying, not as influential as 3 6 at this point. Mm-hmm. And I, I know it sounds like beating a dead horse, but this look, this is an episode dedicated to the sound and, and what it was able to, to, to come from there. I'll put, honestly, it's because we know. And they've never uh, really publicly beefed like that. It's kind of just like, hey, we busy. Hey, I don't know, because you saw what happened at the verses. Juicy J said, suck my dick. They get like, let's go. <laughs> no, I'm talking like with each other. <laughs> it was like, Bone Thugs, they both have been like, oh, no, we don't fuck with that nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is true. Like, 3 6 Mafia. 3 6 first Bone, because they, they was about to Yeah, but like, Juicy J and GJ Paul, they just be like, no, nah, we busy. Like, you know, he doing his thing. I'm doing my thing, you know. That's but, it. Hey, like, but when the ticket is on the line, they'll come through and, and perform. Yeah. You don't know where like, Bone is half the time. Yeah, they're like, they're like, yeah, all those samples that come out, we both got to sign off on it. So <laughs> they're like, we talk. Yeah. We just ain't doing nothing together. And it's like, right, no, no, y'all probably was really just really beefing or whatever. Like, we ain't going to publicly say that. It's like, no. Right. When, when the bag come, because <laughs> then they do a tour like last year. They did like a little five, yeah, they, they, they used to go on tour with them all the time. I think they said DJ Paul and Lazy Bone like was real tight. Like, like mm-hmm. they do shit together. So, I mean... That's just me. I, I, I told you I'm just nitpicking because you know we got a lot of uh, Ohio listeners in here, so I just had to find the time to just let them know like y'all didn't win. Yeah. <laughs> just want y'all to know that y'all did not win, bro. Yeah, yeah, and especially the way it ended. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, that's usually how I be, bro. I ain't gonna hold you up, but but I, I do feel like you know uh, just getting back to the album. This album was like it's it's project past magnus opus nigga like anybody all oh, project just play this album and now nah, i'm gonna ask you like how we always do like skips what, 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 uh you let it rock all the way through or was it some skips for you uh since it was just a, the first run through listen really just off of that one was out only one i would take off just from that one listen is the life we live okay i would say life we live so high i like lord infamous flow but i wasn't really with that song i ain't like that and then um Y'all niggas ain't no killers. Y'all niggas some hoes. It's it's hard, but like that shit is redundant after we could get gangster and we ain't scared. Ho. I feel like those are the three songs that's kind of like similar. Um, but yeah, other than that, I keep I I keep it as is. I keep it as is, bro. And, and uh, all right, one one to five. What you give it? Just because I was just hyped and like I said, I, I was at Walmart and in, in the car. I'll give it a four. Definitely a strong. I say, don't let me influence you. If you don't like the shit, you don't like the shit. It's cool, man. Oh no, because because the whole time I was just like, do something to you. your energy up. Yeah. Damn, this is like, <laughs> look at that gangster shit. Oh. Yeah, it's like I was like, this is one of those where yeah, we need to make sure we put on those on the, on the subwoofers. <laughs> and the That's why you gotta listen to it in the car. You got to listen to it in the car. Um, I'm going five out of five because for obvious reasons. Like this shit was impactful. Um, that article that you sent me where like the dude like was going through some stuff and, and again, if you need some fucking in your system and you just like I don't care, and you just you just out just do it. play this, play this. This this, this this the shit. Like I I remember when I was growing up, 
my mom always used to be like, you know, the same way that you, you know, you and your friends get together, you iron your clothes and y'all get ready to go out to have a good time. There's people out there that are that are gearing up to like have a bad time, right? They, we gonna go out here. First nigga we see, we gonna do this, this, and this. So when I was pre-gaming and shit, like and ironing my clothes and drinking and smoking my joint or whatever, I was listening to Project Pet. And so like, you know, everybody, oh, that's just party things so we can get going. Y'all go in there and dance with chicks. I'm going to the club to watch out for my niggas while they dance with chicks. And yeah, I'll get a dance or two here or there, but like to make sure that ain't nobody trying to start nothing with you or, or this, this or that. So a lot of times, man, pump myself up. I listen to Project Pat. That's why I show up to the club ready to fight all the damn time. Cause it's like, all right, what's up? Mm-hmm. Now we have good nights, but you know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, like that's just the the club playing uh uh Mario, you should let me love you, but in the back of my head, I'm like, North Memphis, Memphis, <laughs> North Memphis, where them killers at? North Memphis, like so, you know, it's, it's a mode thing, man. It keep you, it keep your mindset sharp, it keep you on edge, it keep you focused, keep you locked yeah. in. And on yeah, your toes, definitely. <laughs> definitely for sure. Uh, but yeah, you know, that, this is a, a great run through with, with the project pack, Mr. Don't Play. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, I hope getting y'all, hit, 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 I hope y'all niggas learn something. Yeah, I was like, because again, I'm, I'm, I'm just another album I'm gonna run through and just, uh, uh yeah, I'm the saying, gym shit for sure, for sure, on your gym shit. Because mm, uh, again, folks, like if y'all have not listened to project pack, this is me. Smiles, Josh, whoever, whatever you want to call me, hip hop Adam Schefter. Like, if I can come around and say, like, yo, you need to listen to a project pack album, listen to this album, or if you got title or a playlist, or like, go look up a, a project Pratt guest verse playlist or something, really yeah. just you can change, you can be like, damn, preferably the earlier shit so you can understand the newer. Like, I told you, at some point, you just realize, all right, he just he getting a check, he just showing mm-hmm. up and rapping. Cause and, and if y'all gonna go through the real quick, if y'all gonna go through the uh the trajectory or the trajectory, the discography, I would say after about uh so Mr. Don't Play came out in 01. Following year laying the smackdown came out, but he was locked up. So he was locked up for about four years. Oh six, because I think most known unknowns came out oh five. That's when Pat, yeah. like he, he was on his way home. He mm-hmm. came home crook by the book, the Fed story which came out of 06, like our freshman year at, at college or whatever. That one probably is about the last one to me that had like the essence of Pat. Everything else was just like, you had to just be a diehard fan or just really like Project Pat and maybe one or two songs was in there that, that mm-hmm. you like. But as far as like playing around your friends and putting everybody else onto, Book by the Book probably be the last one. I think Walking Bankroll had some tracks on there, but I, 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 that's, I, I'm not going to walk y'all down that street. Gotta go down that street. But for sure, Getty Green, for sure, Mr. Don't Play, for sure, Laying the Smackdown and Crook by the Book. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go back and listen to them other ones. You will, everybody else. Man, look, this is enough. I ain't going to. Now, Mr. Don't Play is the best out of all of those. So, kind of start with the top. Yeah. So, like, definitely, that was one definitely start when I was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is great. Like, like you said, encompassing like everything that he is and could be or whatever, like even just kind of trying to go a, a little like mainstream or whatever with a couple of the joints yep. and like yep. again putting the, the main single number one, like that's this it. album was yep. it. Yep. And, and that, that that's that's what we was trying to do with this series though, like like come up with that kind of like the the record where like the, the album that solidified the artist, right? So I think that's mm-hmm. that's 
what we've been able to do these past couple ones, man. I like it. Oh yeah. Oh look, hopefully I I I Project Pets all to death. Hopefully I get invited for more, bro. Cause but this is our third one. You let me be on. Yep. Yeah. We'll we'll have to add a few more to the list. Add a few more to the list. You know what I'm saying? Um, got some more uh that we've talked about um already off uh offline, but we I'm down. Gonna knock these out. I like this shit, man. Cause like Mm -hmm. like I, I mentioned before, and I know I know we up against it, but like. Uh, being able to listen to music is changed now. So like, I you either go back to what you used to listen to or what you like, or you just like what you like, and that's it. I don't run around no more telling them like, you need to listen to Pat, trying to convince people of like why they should or not. Like, nah, like now, if to your point, if you take a listen and you got questions or you want to discuss it, I'm there for that. But I'm not about to like. I like who I like at this point, right? Mm-hmm. So I, and if, if niggas don't like Pat, they probably never will, man. I'm gonna tell you. Yeah, but they actually remind me of a conversation I heard them have on the JPP recently. They were talking about um, uh, the nigga Ish uh, being like a music hit or not, and they got into it. They were like, "Is it like?" He's like, "He's like, no." Nah. He's like, "I know my shit." He's like, "He's like the old shit." Like, he's like, "That's me." He's like, "It's just." He was like, after about 2010, he's like, "I really just stopped caring." He was like, "Cause I was doing other shit." He was like, "I was doing my businesses. I was doing this and doing that." He was like, "I kind of just." Fell off. He's like, it's not that I, I'm a cat. He's like, because they were talking about calling him like a casual fan of music. Uh-huh. And he was like, he was like, no. Nah. He was like, I was like, I wouldn't say a, a casual fan. He's like, I just, I know what I know. He was like, or and he tried to use like Joe's dad. He was like, he's like your dad, for example. He's like, like, like all our parents, like they know like that seventies, eighties, maybe like early <laughs> early nineties hip hop. He was like, but they know that shit and they can tell you everything about that shit. But then they like that new shit. I don't, I don't know about I don't I don't yeah. just don't care about that shit. <laughs> well, well, I told you our consumption of music changed, but but and, and not even so much as who and, and and what we listen is how we listen to it because we before like with this this Pat record right, I could sit down and like line by line like go through this and over when do you have time to do that shit because now we we listen to it one time hurry up get online say what we say even if we don't feel that way for real now and you know how we do when mm-hmm. we hear enough for the show uh like on an audible records it's like all right listen to it once go back through I, I listen to it once for just to hear it go back through for vibe go back through and really pay attention to like little stuff here and there then i go back and like the ones that i like like so i try to listen to some three four times for it to grow on me, you know, mm-hmm. if especially because we, we record on Fridays and it's like albums drop on Fridays. It's like, yeah, you lucky to get that one full listen out of me just on well, that one day. But that's why I'm glad that that we had this this series uh, for Music Impulse because I stopped doing that shit on the podcast. I'm like, I can't get on here and really say now if it's an artist like that I was highly anticipating that I'm in tune with that I know that's different but to get on here and give my real opinion and so I start even hedging it by like okay these are our first thoughts but think about it when do we ever if it's somebody that that we truly that, that not somebody that we interested in but just somebody that's just like a main artist that may or may not be our favorite like Kendrick for instance mm-hmm. Have you gone back and, and listened to Big uh, to Morale, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers? Like as, not as since that first couple weeks. I'm about to say as intently as you did when you first heard it. Do you go nope. back and just parse through it and 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 have a deeper understanding of it as you go? Probably nope. not. And it's not a bad thing, but that's what I'm saying. Like something like this, like a Mr. Don't Play, I was able to just sit with this shit just over and over and over and over again, nigga. Like like that made me think of another album. Add to the list, Boys in the Hood, that first album. Oh yeah, I got, I got stories for that one. 
I got stories. Exactly. <laughs> that's what I mean. Like it meant something then. You had time to sit with the music. Nowadays you don't. And then even as quick as you are, I could say, all right, well, I'm listening to this Project Pat. I tell you, you're not listening to Project Pat. You know what I'm saying? You listening to something else. So now trying to hurry up to listen so I can give an opinion on it. Like you're not even listening to it. And then you have some people, at least you will be like, well, no, I ain't heard it. Some people will just argue with you, even though they haven't heard it. Right. Well, I don't need to hear it because Project Pat trash. So now we having conversations with people that don't appreciate music the same way that we appreciate music. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not we, me and you, but like you appreciate music a certain way. I appreciate music a certain way. We can have a conversation, but if we don't appreciate it a similar way or have a similar like respect for it and stuff, we just going back and forth about nothing and and nothing, you know what I'm saying? Nothing gets solved. Wasting energy. Yeah. Like that's that's what I'm getting at, bro. And I think that even to the point on on, on the, the the JBP, I think that 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 we suffer from that because we ideally we want to be able to to converse and talk about the songs, but if we all ain't consuming them the same way, if it don't hit, if Project Pat don't hit you the same way it hit me, it's no good to me to to to, to you know what I'm saying? Ah, oh, nah, you gotta you, oh, Project Pat next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is too much. Right. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. So, and, and that's that's why I think as we continue to go on, man, the music and and the the rhetoric around the music, I feel like it's gonna fade just as much. Mm-hmm. Me too. Definitely for sure. Um, I was gonna say. Um, oh, I've got. Uh, I'll think about it later. Um, you gonna punch <laughs> it? <in? laughs> all right. Uh, but yeah, just wanna you know again. Project Pat, Mr. Don't Play, appreciate you coming through and, and chopping it up with me for a, a little bit. Talk about this album. We're three for three so far. You know what I'm saying? Can't wait to talk about the, the next one that's on the list. Um, and yeah, that's it. This has been another episode of the Music Impulse. I'm here with my guy, Big Papa Skeeter. Thanks for and, having me, bro. Oh, yeah, anytime. And we out. Peace.